we're back. Um, welcome to the Browns cast post game of week one of 2023. Um, Matt, is this what happiness feels like? I think this is what happiness feels like, Jed. <laughs> Absolute euphoria right now as we speak. I don't think they could have asked for a a better statement to be made with that game. Um, just they, they won a game that they controlled for 60 minutes. A thorough domination. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see the Halloween game last year, so I imagine it was something like this. But to, not to this Bill extent. Still threw for two hundred something yards in that game. Yeah, most of it in garbage time. But most this of it in garbage time. But <laughs> thorough, just thorough domination. He didn't throw over a hundred yards. Chase Higgins named the wide receiver. They did not do anything. It was literally the Browns just thumping them over the head with the defense, and the offense just doing enough to win. And that was enough for today, which yeah. is absolutely perfect with the weather. What, what was going on? It, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think, and obviously we'll we'll get more into analysis as we can go here, but like initial reaction is there was so many times where in this game where the Browns could have just let it slip. We've seen it dozens and dozens of times over the last however many years. Um and they held strong. The defense held strong in short fields, in quick turns. Um, they held strong against. I mean, Joe Burrow was fourteen of thirty-one for eighty-two. <laughs> like they did not let him breathe for the entire six. No, minutes. his jersey was brown at the end of the game. <laughs> brown and green from all from all the grass stains. Yeah, like this is. They've they've thoroughly dominated this Bengals team's uh, this the Borough Bengals a couple times now. This is the third time they've done it. Mm-hmm. This is the most sound beating they've had of a team. And I just saw Jake Trotter's tweet. This is the most thorough beatdown of a team, most dominant win since the the fifty one to zero win against the Steelers back in eighty nine when they won uh, the division. Yeah, I mean, and. and I mean, obviously the Browns did a lot <laughs> that better that, that day than they did today. But I, I was trying to think of the last time they thoroughly beat down a team this badly. Um, Especially a good one. Like, it's going to be competing with us. Maybe week two of 2018 uh, or 2020 when they – no, it was 2018 when they kicked the crap out of the, the Ravens on the road. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um God, they just haven't done anything like this. The twenty-four to three on Thursday night in twenty fourteen against the Bengals. <laughs> um, but like the fact that we have to go that back that far kind of tells you it's been a while. <laughs> we don't see this that much. Nope. So this is, I mean, euphoria is a pretty good word. Um, there, there's obviously things they could do better. Um, yeah, it's not a perfect win by any means. No, and some it, of that was the weather. Um, but the Browns are built to win in that more than the Bengals are. Um, yeah, clearly. Because, you know, Joe Mixon had a, one drive, I think. He had the one drive where he ripped off, like, back-to-back long runs. It was like the first time they got over the 50 and had a legitimate shot at getting points that wasn't, like, off a turnover or something. Yeah, but he's finished 13 for 56, like – 
he didn't have that much of an effect on the game. Jamar Chase didn't have an. I mean, no one on the Bengals' offense had an effect on the game. Uh, the the Bengals got a field goal because they got I was I forget what set them up on that one. Let me. It might uh, have been. It, it was one of those two drives. It, it, no, it was a pass interference. That what it was. Denzel. No, they, they, missed, they missed that one. Um, they got the field goal on the drive. Oh yeah, no, yeah, the field goal did come on the defensive pass interference. Yeah, that so, was the only mistake Denzel made the entire game, but other than yeah. that, it was perfect. And it wasn't even like, yes, it was a penalty. Like, I originally was going to get kind of upset about that, but then I saw the dir- jersey tug, and I'm like, ticky-tacky. Eh. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, it happens. It's not a strong penalty, but it's a penalty, so I'm not going to argue it. Um, but there was there was so many things that went right for the Browns that don't with that we have not seen go right for them in years. Um uh, I think I forget. Uh, we saw a tweet where someone wanted uh, someone wants Joe Woods shipped to maximum security prison for what he's done to this defense for the last three years. Yeah, it was like, oh, we got to ship uh, Joe Woods to Guantanamo this second now. After <laughs> like, it, it's it's truly incredible what we watch just because it's not something we're used to seeing that like. If how much I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. If I was going to tell you some a quarterback was going to go 14 of 31 for 82 in this game, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would have not have thought it would be Joe Burrow. I would have not thought he would be that thoroughly just dominated. Like, like no, that. no, and, and it's for not Russ, even like I can understand Rust, but like the fact that he could not even go over a hundred. That's incredible, like what the Browns did, just did to him. They emasculated him. They had him running for his life most of the day. I'm trying to – ESPN doesn't list it, but let me see. 82 divided by 31. Dude was averaging 2.6 yards an attempt. Um, not winning – you're not going to win games that way. Oh, uh, not at all. He was only sacked twice, which props to the underbetter on that one. I think that was you. But no, I think it was Gerbs. Somebody, I so, someone took the under. But it, I mean, he was only sacked twice, but he was running for his life the entire game. Like when we get those pressure stats, he oh, was probably insane. They're he was probably insane. pressured on. I'm gonna say if it's less than fifty five percent of his dropbacks, I'd be shocked. Uh, yeah, I, it was just <laughs> like. I ran in, I'm running out of words. Like you can't, like they were just getting, they were just dominating them up front. No yeah. matter what, running, passing, it just, they kept yeah, going after Im- them. Improved offensive line. Supposedly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I will say, I don't think Orlando Brown got thoroughly dominated. He got thoroughly dominated on at least one rep. Um, yeah. But they, they had pressure coming from everywhere. Like this isn't a, a one man that Brown's front anymore. And they're bringing creative blitzes. Grant Delpit blitzed up the middle. Anthony Walker blitzed up the middle. GOK blitzed up the middle. Uh, they the brought a corner. Like he was the one that got, got the first sack. Yeah. He was the first sack. Um, they had, there was, there was a play later in the game. I think it was, I want to say it was the drive that set up the missed field goal. Um, they blitzed a corner and had Burrow not had a, comeback route for Jamar Chase 
he was dead to rights. Mm-hmm. But he had a 10-yard comeback route where the corner blitzed. So uh, that might be a hot read. But it's they brought pressure in ways that we haven't seen a Browns defense bring pressure maybe since Greg Williams. But the problem with Greg Williams is he didn't let his his defensive backs be defensive backs. He threw a safety in in. Um, in like Youngstown or something. Yeah, they're they're um, like yeah. in Gerb's country, wherever he lives. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 hinter two lands out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I we we haven't seen anything like that in a long time, and I mean, I think we're we're both just kind of at a loss for words. We don't have anything to to analyze in that sense. <laughs> like, yeah, the, it's pretty straightforward what the defense did. It know? was, there, there's the things that we have to analyze are Jerome Ford got 15 carries. A lot of those were in garbage time. Nick Chubb only got 18. So the, the only, only win when he gets 20 plus thing kind of goes fallacy. out the window. That was always kind of a fallacy. He averaged six yards per carry. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like he had he had 106 yards on 18 carries, no touchdowns. Um, he caught the ball four times. That might be a record for him. Definitely, I don't think he's really caught more than five. So that's definitely a record. Yeah, like just as thorough of a beatdown as you can get in in week one. And the Browns made so many mistakes. This could have easily been 41 to three. Oh, for sure. Like if the offense, obviously the weather factors into this, if they functioned a little bit better and like they didn't have that costly fumble by Ford, that interception that got tipped by Deshaun, it's probably a much like a much cataclysmic beatdown that they just. Yeah, made. like we're looking at a, one of the the biggest margin of victories that this, the rivalries ever had. If have they play better, like some of that was on Watson and. and Obviously, we can blame the weather, but I don't think we can fully blame the weather for yeah, yeah, him, totally. him missing as badly as he did all the time, um, especially in the first half. Like Some of that was the rain, but it was pretty consistent that he was missing low all the time. So hopefully that corrects itself. Otherwise, they're going to they're going to have issues going forward for sure. Um, like 16 of 29 for 154. Yeah, it just I mean, not, he ran not, for 45 and a touchdown, so like you're close to 200 yards and two touchdowns on that, but um you, you want to see more out of it. You want to see more out of him. Um I think, I think the good thing is we at least saw flashes like there was like one 40-yard pass to Elijah Moore deep downfield. There were a couple not big throws at big times when he needed it. Yeah, his his escapability is was there. Um we didn't see as much of it last year. Um, we didn't see as much scramble drill. Um, he did like a lot of his passes. He did was not as accurate as you'd like. Um, there was the pass to Cooper that got that left him hurt early in the game. Mm-hmm. Came, obviously, he came back, but he tweaked his knee. If that pass is more on target, he doesn't have to stop and slide. Um, in Joku, there was a pass to Njoku down near the red zone that it was behind him, and he tipped it up. Could have been picked. Yeah. Um, so many passes that were low to open guys. Uh, the pass to David Bell was a little bit behind him, but dude, catch the ball. 
Yeah, that that should have been caught. Yeah, that, I mean that was a catchable ball. He he should have he should have had that. Um, that was that that took away from some stats and that took away probably some reps from David Bell going forward. Um, we didn't see any Tillman today. Uh, worth noting, Peoples yeah. Jones had one catch. Um, big catch. Very yeah, big. it was a big catch. Elijah Moore was the leading receiver. He had a long of 33 and then another 10-yard catch. He ran ran for 30 yards, I think, or 19 yards. So, like, they're going to use him. I It almost feels like they might use him the way they use Kareem Hunt. In a way, yeah. Like, I made a reference to being, like, Debo Samuel's light with the way, like, they used him in the preseason and it kind of almost showed itself with the 19-yard run and then, like, the big uh, 40-yard pass, like – that, yeah, like he's gonna affect the affect the game in many different ways going forward, and that's something yeah. I really like to see. Yeah, and the deep ball to Marquise Goodwin would have been nice to have both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both of those just kind of got hung up in the weather um, until until it becomes a season like a month long trend. I'm not gonna like poo poo on Deshaun Watson missing passes low all the time yeah um but you know you need to be better than that so hopefully he fixes it um i mean seems like they could be going against a pretty light defense next week off of what the steelers did today (laughs) (laughs) like definitely a lot easier if this is how it's going to go like if it only averages like nine yards if you guys saw saw that yikes (laughs) yeah like if this if this Brown's defense did that to Joe Burrow. Yes, the weather helped. But, like, if he did that to Joe Burrow, Kenny Pickett might, like, <laughs> pee himself before a snap. <laughs> they might need to get the shovel to peel him off the field by the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, like, the thing the, the things that this defense was able to create, like, they created so much havoc up front. They Yes, they blitzed guys in creative ways, but so, many of, so much of that pressure was defensive Natural. line. Yeah, it was just defensive line destroying the Bengals' offensive line. Now, the Beng- the Browns are, like, uniquely positioned to just eat away at that offensive line that is not meant to pass block like they should be, considering the offense they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but how many times have we seen Miles Garrett line up over the center in his first five years? Did you see the little thing where he was like going in between, like he's doing like a setup dribble to try to cross over? The yeah, center? like he literally did that. Like he AI'd him. He hit him with the hesitation. Pressure. <laughs> he, he, he hit him with the hesitation. <laughs> Just like whoop, I'm gone. Yeah, like the. I think we probably saw him line up more over the center than we have in any season today than in any season that we've had previous. Like. The thing, the things that they're going to do on this defense, if like today could be an aberration um, in a sense, I don't think it's going to be fully, but you know, Burrow hasn't played. I'll make that excuse for him. He hasn't gotten any preseason reps. He's kind of notoriously a slow starter. So like this was a game you needed to win. He didn't look comfortable. Um, He didn't look comfortable in the pocket, like with his movement. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, you saw the him rubbing his knee, like 
Yeah, he was getting like calf work where he was trying to like yeah, up. yeah, and he was on the bike. Like, obviously, that's some that's a guy coming back from an injury, so some of that can be like just chalked up as what would normally happen anyway. Mm-hmm. But he just never looked comfortable. He never had a chance. Like, the Browns' strategy was okay. Go ahead, run deep routes. You're not going to have time for it. <laughs> oh, no. It, it was clear, like, how evident they were like, yeah, you can try to throw it deep. We're not letting you because we're going to get to you before you can. Yeah, and, and if by some miracle you got you have enough time to let a receiver get 25 yards downfield, the the cornerbacks, uh, Ward and Newsom had a good PBU in the middle of the field. and Martin was on top of, like, Higgins the entire game. Uh, I don't think there's been a game in his life where T Higgins was less of a factor. <laughs> not at Clemson. Do you know, do you know his stats? Oh, I, I'm going to try to read them off of you. No, no, no. no I, I want you to guess his stats. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say he had like maybe 15 yards. He had eight targets, zero receptions. <laughs> oh, wow. Not even one catch. Wow. No. No, he had the second most targets and no catches. Uh, Jamar <laughs> Chase had nine targets, five receptions for 39 yards. Wow, that's crazy. Like, obviously, they only threw for 82, but like. He's a, like, normally he's a guy that gets at least 40 yards. Like, the yeah, what happens. Yeah. The, I mean, if this is how the Browns defense is going to be, it's not going to be like this every week. You're not going to give up it. Hundred and something yards every week. That's insane. To, that's an insane ask. Oh yeah. But good lord, <laughs> if this is if this is eighty percent of what the Browns like, if the Browns are eighty percent of what they were today all season, well, they could ride this to the division if they can. Well, like, if that's the case, they're going to be the best defense in the league. But <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, what they did was something we're not used to seeing, which is why we have no words for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, uh, and we talked about this, I like the way they use Elijah Moore. Um, I think he's just going to be that gadget guy going forward. Um, I liked, even though I don't think it worked, I liked the play where they ran the, uh, God, what was that setup? They had Chubb take the snap and pitch it to Watson, who was going to throw a screen, or like a an over route to uh, Elijah Moore, who went in motion to Kate, to fake a reverse. Yeah, I didn't mind the play at all. It just, yeah, it, it just didn't, didn't work. The, I, I think they they were looking for that was the play that Goodwin missed. He missed Goodwin like six yeah, inches it, high at the goal line. Yeah, like I don't mind the wrinkles. Like he, clearly they were getting open. So like if if then if Deshaun hits one of those. It's a different. It's a much different game. If Deshaun can get his accuracy back, this offense has dudes running open everywhere. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. 
tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, like, if you look back at the tape, and I imagine the All-22 is going to paint the picture a lot better. There were a lot of dudes, like, if he just hits hits simple, like, pass concepts. Oh, his stat line looks a lot better. Yeah, and he made... He made probably four or five really good throws in the game. Um, there was a there was some of that where they just didn't need him. When you run for two hundred and six yards, you just don't need it as much. Yeah. Um, when the Bengals are not for like the the Browns ran for more yards than the Bengals had total. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's just this is this was this was like a. This looked like a team that had Johnny Manziel at quarterback. That's what it looked like today. It did. It did. It reminded me of that game where it just looked, they looked so overmatched. Looked like the team that wasn't prepared. They, they, of course they were talking the entire week. Oh, the elves. No, no, they're the Browns. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe teams should stop doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Juju. The the Browns had like, I think we talked about this a little bit on Wednesday or Thursday, whenever we recorded the Browns had all the right kind of vibes. They were all head down. We're not going to say anything. We're going to, we were confident in ourselves. They had more confidence in them. Like it was they, like, they portrayed more confidence than I have seen in a Browns team in a long time. Like the 2019 team displayed some confidence. A lot of that was Baker and OBJ bravado. Yeah. Like, um, this felt like, we know we have dudes. We don't need to say anything. And no. then the Bengals were on the other side of Ohio, basically like trying to portray confidence, but it was fake confidence. Yeah, because how much confidence can you have when this team has now run you out of the building three out of the last five games? Three out of the last five times they've played them, they have run them out of the building. One of them was in their own building. It's just remarkable because like it, we keep saying it and it might annoy people, but like, <laughs> it was just thorough domination. Like this is you just little brothered them. You just t- took them, put them in, like dunked their head in the toilet, and showed you we're the big brother. We're the ones that own this rivalry right now. What are you going to do? Miles, <laughs> Miles, no answer. In in a sense, Miles Garrett picked up Joe Burrow and hung him on a coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, dude, it's a little, it's hysterical at this point. Like if the Browns can figure out how to beat every other team. The Bengals can't beat them, and now they're going to feel next time when they play in Week 17. If that game is for something, Ooh, especially for yeah, or Week like, 18, if that game is, rights, oh, that's gone. The pressure's on then. In, in Week 18, if that game could be for the division, the Bengals have nothing to fall back on. Yeah, they don't have the running game. Even the thing that they depend on most, their pass catchers. They got. Denzel Martin, like the Browns, and the Browns were without like one of their biggest free agent acquisitions of the offseason this year or today. Yeah, and Delpit looked just fine. He's playing for a contract, and he and with the way he played, he might earn it this year. Like, yeah, if he, keeps he, might not, he might not earn it from the Browns, unfortunately, but like he he might he's probably going to earn it if he plays like this in oh, this man. defense. He could earn it. Yeah, um, like- yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the stats now. The Browns. Browns had 350 yards of offense in a day where it didn't feel like they had that many. Yeah, it felt sluggish. It felt 
sometimes just kind of like clunky. But when they needed it, they needed it. That's kind of how. Yeah, I they got the yards when they needed it. They were four of fourteen on four on third down. You want to be better. Um, they, I mean, the Bengals were two of fifteen. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, the main the main thing here is that we we thought that this could be what the defense would be, and I'm not sure that there was. Any expectation, there was no expectation of this, um, that they could be this good. Yeah, I think most people would have been like, let's just get to average. Let's just get towards the top 10, but be more closer to average because of how bad they were last year, and especially at run defense. Like, sure, uh, Mixon got his yards, but really it kind of, it's just like empty stats, empty calories. Like, he, yeah. he didn't really affect the game. Yeah, uh, like they ran for they ran for seventy five yards. Most of them came on one possession. Like we just haven't seen any domination like this in a long time. They they held the ball for eleven more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they the yards per play was five to two and a half. Like and. I don't think we could have foreseen this level of dominance from the defense against a team offensively that could be the best in the league or one of the top five in the league. Yeah, like in your wildest dreams, you would have not thought 24 to three would be the outcome and the offense would not have performed at its best. Like it, like not in your wildest dreams. Yeah, I mean, and, and the Bengals have the Ravens next week. <laughs> Obviously, the Ravens' defense is not going to be what it's been in past years. Um, they are – it's going to be hard to tell anything from what they did today because they played the damn Raven, or the Texans. Yeah, and the last time I checked, they were up like 22 to 6. So Yeah, they, they won 25 to 9. Uh, J.K. Dobbins got hurt. Um, R.I.P. those Achilles. I don't know what the, the expectation is there. It doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that, that's a game that the Bengals have to be looking at now. I mean, yes, they started 0-2 last year, but. Especially with how many division games there are already. If, on you, if you start, if you start 0-2 this year and the 0-2 is to the division. Oh, you, you're already behind the eight ball before you know it. Yeah. You're, you're entering panic mode. Um, well, maybe not full on panic mode, but you're like. You're sweating it. You're sweating you, already. You have uncovered the panic button. <laughs> you have just opened the panic button. You know it's there, and just in case. You, you, you've you inserted the, the, the pair of keys you needed to press the panic button. <laughs> we are but you haven't pressed it. You're, sta- you're staring at it. I don't know how, how that scale works, but they are at DEF CON 2. But... Um, and the Browns could very well be on the on the opposite end of that spectrum this time. Well, it'll be next Monday night. Uh, like if they played a play like this and the offense looks better, there's a plausible uh, there's a plausible chance they could be four and zero, at least three and one. Like yeah, I way. mean, well, if you if you beat the Bengals and you beat the Steelers, like at that point, and I know we're we're getting way too far down the road. But like, 
you play the Titans, who... I mean, everyone's kind of looked like crap today, except for the Browns and the 49ers. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> like, if you if you go look at the scoreboard league-wide, there's not very many points. Um, the the Vikings lost to the Bucks at home. The Commanders and the Cardinals did whatever they called football today. <laughs> the Saints and Titans played a 16-15 game. I wonder if that's scoregami. Um, yeah, Saints just won 16-15. Yeah, so like that's not that's not great. Um, but I mean, there's an aspect of this that it's week one. The Bengals yeah. have the Bengals in in this era have looked like crap in week one for three consecutive years now. Yeah, last um, year it was against the Steelers where like Burrow threw like three costly picks. Yeah. I forget the other two, but that's the one that popped in my mind because that, that was the game that followed after the Browns game. And I just remember how pissed my one friend was because yeah. like, well, the Steelers always find a way to win these games. And it's like, come on. <laughs> um, But I mean, just wow. <laughs> I think that's all we can come away from this is the Browns blew away every expectation we could have possibly had. Yeah, like from a team sense, obviously you want the passing offense to look better than that, and if it did, they win thirty-five to three. Yeah, and there there should be some reasonable expectation that it should. Like, it's not like what what happened can't be fixed. Uh, yeah, the the weather the weather definitely played a role in both teams not doing well in the passing game today. I think, and we talked about it a bit in the Discord. That is the worst rain to play in. It's not yeah. heavy. But it, it it's a heavy mist. It soaks it, everything. And yeah, it you soaks feel it heavy. Fast. The ball feels heavy. You can't you can't get a grip at all. So you're like throwing away gloves. You're trying bare hand, and then you're like, no, this is stupid. Put the glove back on. It's like you you're trying to find every fix. It's and it's annoying. Yeah, like, and the and the Bengals were chasing that all day. Um, Burrow was chasing that all day. I think that's where. Uh, his lower than his below average hand size comes in. Yep. Um, not to say that you can't be a, obviously you can be a quarterback with small hands, but like when you're dealing with weather like that, it gets tough. Uh, last year, obviously, if you're Bengals fan listening to this, first why? Second, um, you, you can <laughs> you could bring up you could bring up that he played well in the game in Buffalo last year, but snow is much different to play in. It is not as wet, especially the snow that fell in Buffalo that night. It was not a wet snow. It was a very dry, cold snow. So you can kind of just brush that off the ball and things stay dry. They're hard. Mm -hmm. You can slide on the snow on the ground, but the ball typically stays pretty, pretty dry in that scenario. Um, Rain like they had today is not, not conducive to playing anything. Um, yeah, you would not play a turkey bowl in that weather, let alone an NFL game. Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do anything. Like I would, I would avoid going outside in that because I would my glasses fog up. But <laughs> <laughs> for, like the minuscule problems here, but um, it's. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because we've seen week one week one disasters that have this yeah, season. Yeah, like, it's fair to pump the brakes. And, like, a lot of Browns fans will be like, wow, 
the, the Browns offense look crap and all this stuff, but it's like, yeah, I totally get it. It's and the Bengals offense look crap and they're supposed to be one of the best in the league. So like the Browns put up 350 yards today on a day. They looked like crap. I mean, take it as like silver lining on the, in that, but it's like, Hey, you got it there with a win, a game you needed. Cause if not, we all be sad moping and at wanting to kick Stefanski into the lake in the process. So, like, you'll take the win any way you can get it. Yeah. Um, you take you take any wins you can get in this league. Yeah, it's not like college where it's style points. Like, you you just need to win. Well, Find today today is definitely a style points because you're like if you're other t- if you're league analysts now that were looking at this game and being like are the if the Browns are real they'll be here today and they the Bengals weren't there today no like they were they were spiritually there but they were not there they were allegedly physically there um, <laughs> jury's out on whether or not the offensive line was was physically there um. But, like, this is just – it, it's one of 17. Yep. It's one of 17, but it was a really good one of 17. <laughs> and sure. if you're in that Browns locker room, yes, you feel good. Yes, you're, you, you can't be good for too long. You have a long week, um, but you can't be good for too long because you, you've had games like this before and it's meant nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. One of 17, but God, it was a good one. Very good one. Like, if this is their proof of concept, if this is if this is them at their peak form, and they can hit this peak form four or five times during the season, that's four or five wins. And then just need to find the other six or seven. You're searching for you're searching, you, you gotta get to ten. Yep, tens you got to get to 10. You're not going to make the playoffs with, with fewer than 10 in this conference. So you got to get to 10. And we had uh, – we tested almost every aspect of of the Browns today. We tested Deshaun Watson some. He probably got about a C plus, mm-hmm. Maybe a B- minus because he had two touchdowns. Uh, we tested the offensive line. We lost Conklin probably for the season, to be honest. But DeWan uh, seemed to hold his own. So yeah, DeWan Jones looked fine. Like if you don't notice an offensive lineman, that's a good offensive lineman. But you might notice him because he's huge. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, physical presence and all. Yep. Um, we tested the defense, and the defense passed with like seven A pluses and a gold star. <laughs> the only thing they didn't do was create a turnover. <laughs> like, but they didn't need to. No, they didn't need to. <laughs> Um, and we tested the kicking game. Uh, for the most part, Bajorquez was good. He had one bad punt. Uh, Dustin Hopkins. Perfect. Did his thing. <laughs> he made, he made three kicks and an, and an extra point. And none of them had weird movement to him. They all went directly where he wanted them to go. Just fundamental kicks. That's all I can say. Fundamental yeah. kicks. Yeah. They were, they were not wobbling in the air. They were end over end tight, just getting to where they need to go. Um, and 
if there was anything, he was tested more today than he probably would have liked in his first game in that stadium. Yeah, he kicked over like 40 yards like three, four times. Like well, yeah, three. but not only that, he had to contend with wind and oh, crappy, yeah. crappy field conditions and, and rain. And like he got he got the Cleveland experience without the cold. And he handled it like a champ, which is he, good. Yeah, he, he did his job. Um, all in all, I mean, I I have no complaints. I mean, we aside from Deshaun needs to be better. Yep, and we got 16 more games, and he can definitely fix it from here. Yeah, I mean, what did, what did the Steelers give up today to Brock Purdy? <laughs> Gerbs is... Gerbs' uh, anti-Brock Purdy agenda is not looking good. Brock Purdy was 19 of 29 for 220. Um, he was sacked three times. McCaffrey had 22 carries for 152 yards. Oh, wow. So, uh, not not great signs for the, the um, vaunted Steelers defense. That Yeah, that Bill Simmons said would be our number one seed. You did say that, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, week one, yada yada yada, but like, not a not a great start. Uh, giving up four hundred yards to Brock Purdy. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, everyone's favorite quarterback, Kenny Pickett, thirty-one of forty-six for two thirty-two. Um, one touchdown, two picks. Uh, T.J. Watt recovered a fumble. TJ Watt had three sacks. Uh, I mean, good day for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he got his numbers, which cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's something we're going to have to contend with next week. Um, we can cross that bridge when we get to it. But if if Christian McCaffrey is going to run for 152 yards, Nick Chubb can run for 100 and something yards. Yeah, it, like if he did one, what was it, like one – 112, like he can definitely get to 130 next week. Yeah, I mean, Christian McCaffrey averaged seven yards a carry today. <laughs> and Chubb averaged six. Yeah, I mean. Just incredible, really. But I don't know. Uh, let me let me let me go over. I, I didn't go over our picks, but let's see. Watson. Over 235, that was definitely – you hit the under on that one. You got a point. Chubb over under 90. Uh, anyone who picked the over got a point, so that is you and Joe. Burrow over under 265. We all screwed yeah, that one up. Yep. <laughs> um, Browns over under three and a half sacks. They got two. Hopkins miss a field goal. We all get a point there. And none of us get a point for the turnover battle winner because the Bengals won it. Hmm. Somehow. Um, the 49ers, let's see, they won. So me and you get a point there. Um, they covered the spread, so that's a bonus point. Um, the rest of these games haven't happened yet. We all picked the Browns. The spread was two and a half. It was even at the at kickoff but we all get the bonus points there. So right now you have seven points going into the, the final three games of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, I mean, we definitely, we, I don't think we foresaw the weather that we ended up getting. 
yeah, it just came out of nowhere. So like, yeah. So I, I think offenses were kind of curbed by that, but it was all in all just a good day. <laughs> like very good day, as good of a day as you could ask for. Um, I don't, I don't think. I mean, unless the Browns go out and lose their next six, I'm not sure that uh, Bengals fans are going to have a whole lot to say on Twitter the next little while. Yeah, all those like city up north hashtags. Yeah, those will disappear. I yeah, imagine. I don't. I don't think they want to acknowledge Cleveland for a little while. <laughs> just, a, just a hunch. But I think I think that's probably a good place to sign off. I mean, we just don't. There, there's there's so little to analyze because it was a thorough domination. Like, uh, we will definitely be back later this week to talk about the Steelers. Um, they were on the opposite end of a thorough domination. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes, but (laughs) I would imagine they are not going to, they're not going to, um, lay down and die at home. It'll be a slugfest in some form or fashion. Yeah. But you know, in the game, in the game early season last year where the Browns played them healthy, the Steelers never really were in that game. Granted, um, it was a situation where, Mitch Trubisky was playing quarterback that day. So Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, they all kind of blend together. Yeah, at least Kenny Pickett acknowledges the left side of the field. Um, <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> but I, I think that was, that was as good as we could have asked for. And I have no complaints other than Deshaun Watson needs to be better. Yep. So fair assessment. You got you got anything to add? Uh, I think I'm good. Okay. Well, I think we we should hopefully have some more people back at the end of this uh, or for next for next week. Um, but me and Matt can can definitely lock down a blowout like that. That was that was nice. Yep. Um, I'm sure I'm sure going to uh, read some message boards later, like I usually do for the. Which uh, message boards do you read? Like Reddit? Oh, I I go find Bengals comment. I go find opposing team comment threads and see where it goes throughout the game. I think. Oh, I I know I'm going to go find like uh, under the Cincinnati Bengals Twitter. I'm going to find the reaction tweets. (laughs) I'm just going to go find those. I'm going to, I'm going to live for this. I'm going to live off this one for a little while here. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. I think, I think uh, that's a good place to sign off. Yep. Uh, Thanks for being here, Matt. Um, We will be here later this week. Go Browns. Go Browns. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.